0: with Dr. Chanel Stewart and we are back for the sixth season so I'm so happy I'm so excited about what we got in store for you guys this year and I'm so happy that you came back to join me Um, because you know it's so it it means so much to me to have the support that we have it means so much for me to have the listeners come back and grow a new audience of listeners um, just by what well, we've done in the past, so I'm so excited. I thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. My name is Dr. Chanel Stewart, and this is Late Night with Dr. Chanel Stewart. This show, we talk about, you know, great topics. We have a special guest on here. Um We talk about the real deal, you know, the real stuff, stuff that matters. Um We, we, we can uh, listen to music all day long, which we do on this uh show, um, but we definitely want to make sure that we're addressing some issues. And and putting some things out there that need to be addressed. Um, And we're not afraid to talk on this show. Definitely not afraid to talk. So uh, tune in. You get your source of inspiration. You can be empowered. You will be empowered. I should say it like that. um, Because of the things that come out of the conversations that we have here. We've got so much feedback in years past on the impact of the show. And we want to continue for that to, you know be our thing you know our main thing that we're impacting lives regardless of what we're doing all right so we're gonna get right into it today we got a um a guest that i'm so excited to um bring on, but he's gonna come on in a few minutes uh his name is david benton you'll hear more about him in just a second we're gonna get y'all pumped up and ready with some uh music so you know how we do we'll be right back after this let leave my head from all the things you said Holy Spirit to blow let
1: me
2: Again, leaving me out back. I doubt that my friends, parents will care much longer. since they are starting to complain when I'm not there. Not wanting to be a burden, I'm leaving, never returning. I'm hurting, my heart is screaming to Jesus, this isn't fair, Lord. Are you there, Lord? They say you're loving, but it seems like you don't care, Lord. This isn't fair, Lord. What did I do to make you want to hate me? Graduated A B, first in my family tree. Spare me your sympathy, I need answers. I'm lost, bruh, on my knees, covered in tears, this is what you want, huh? Well, you got it, Gerald, I'm out of options, is it my fault that I am fatherless, misguided, broken, jobless, cops just seem to pick on me because I roam the streets, follow behind me with their low beams on as I'm walking in peace, sleeping underneath the bridge with my jacket as my pillow, smelling like four logos and white rape cigarellos, Lord, I do believe Though know, it's hard to believe you when I need you Because I can't see you All I see is this evil, I'm dying So I reach out to people like Jarell and all these letters Because I need to Get this off my chest Can you see that I'm trying? I'm done relying on myself Because I know I'm broken And all this drinking and this smoking Just helps for the moment I tried suicide but just couldn't do it Little please, I need your help through this Heavenly Father, I'm going through it There's something about this dude, I refuse to get used to it My mama said he ain't going nowhere, get used to it I'm so confused, I thought that she would have my back and not this other dude I hate being at home and can't focus when I'm at school I wish my daddy was alive, then everything be cool Before he died, I remember feeding him through it too. And he would tell me to stay with God no matter what I go through But it gets hard when it hits right not the only one like this, right? Please do comfort and guide me. I need you in front of me and behind me. Need you on the left of me and the right of me, right beside me. Cause I don't know what to do, Lord. I'm scared of whatever this dude might try to do, Lord way he look at me when I be walking through, Lord, it makes me want to puke, what do I do, Lord, run away, call the cops, keep pleading to my mama, pray she see what I'm seeing, so she'll see he has the problem, make him go, make him leave, eliminating all this drama, I pray she do it, because I cannot see me living without my mama, boy, what if she don't, and choose him, she lost my dad, I can see she don't want to lose him, Lord, would she resist? cause I see through him She want a man and I am only her daughter She look at me and see the eyes of my father That makes her want him more She think I'm lying when I tell her about him She said I'd get out before she go without him That hurt me to the core I'm so mad I want to hate her But the fact that she's my mama only Makes my confusion even greater Love I'm second place to a stranger I can't take carrying this anger Far away
0: that was bagging the win by Mr. Jarrell Golden. That boy got some uh, nice stuff. If you haven't, like, looked him up, look him up on YouTube and stuff, catch a glimpse of, you know, him live performing, but definitely go out and get his music. You will be blessed by it. I mean, I don't understand why this guy is not signed yet, uh, because he has so much um, – impact through his music. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see some signings coming up soon uh, in the near future. But, yeah, go check him out. Uh, He's a great man of God and definitely a friend to um, our U First family. So, all right, getting into it. If you're just tuning in um, with us, guest call-in number is 347-850-1617 if you want to call in. And kind of join the conversation This is Late Night with Dr. Chanel Stewart And I am your host, Dr. Chanel Stewart And coming up tonight We're going to be joined by David Benton The CEO of Beyond the Fence Entertainment And he's going to be talking a little bit About the impact of prison ministry He is a national recording Christian hip-hop artist And we're excited to have him on He'll be joining us in just a few minutes But before we get to that we definitely want to get some some news out of the way some some things that I think you guys would uh like to support um and we'll be sharing this throughout the throughout the show too so if you guys are looking for advertising you're looking for uh, promotion please hit me up um at you first it's the letter u the number one s t m g n t at gmail dot com all right and we will get those advertisements and um Promotions and and things like that out there. We offer a lot of great um, services with U First Management, uh, so that's that's uh, a company you want to hit up, look into, see what they got going on to help you get out your um, information. You know, booking shows, uh, companies trying to advertise, all that different kind of stuff. We um, definitely have a spot for you, so reach out to us. There again, that that email is U the letter U, the number 1stmgnt at com. We look forward to working with you in the near future. Any artist who has uh, submission new music um, that you want to get out um, or if you want to inquire about um, interviewing here on Late Night with Dr. Chanel Stewart on our U First uh, Media Network, Positive Power Network, um, all of that, you make sure that you um, – Email us at youthfirstmedianetwork at gmail.com. That's the letter U, number one, ST, media network at gmail.com. We look forward to getting in that new music. Uh, we got a list, of, a long list of uh, potential interviewees. Did I say that right? I hope I said that right. <laughs> we got a list of them um, that we are, we are picking um, who we would like to share um on this show because the thing is we want to make sure that anybody that's coming on here um has a story to tell that can impact others and um we don't just do interviews and do things just to do it we there's a purpose behind it you know and so this show we want to make sure that we're serving that purpose and that's to inspire and empower our listening audience so you never go wrong just coming in to check out uh, the show at any point in time that we also have this on demand. We air um, on a couple of different uh, networks, so you definitely want to keep us in mind. Follow us. Uh, if you're not following us on Facebook, um, please do so. If you, um, We're also on Instagram and Twitter. All right, so uh, if you follow us there. Follow me, Dr. Chanel Stewart. You'll get connected to a lot of those different um, uh, sites and see what we got going on, okay? But um, we're getting ready to um, get prepped for our guest that's coming in shortly. Uh, but before we bring him in, um, I want to mention um, about uh, there some very special dates that we have coming up. Um, we have Felicia Joseph, which is a, um artist of the Youth First uh, family, and she will be um, releasing her debut project. Um, closer to you, or uh, close to you. My, my bad, Felicia. My bad. Is <laughs> close to you, close to you. Um, and that will be released on April 2nd. So you guys, please watch out for that project, uh, that date. We're also going to be doing a live uh, listening party on that evening. So make sure you check that out. Tune in. Uh, join uh, Felicia by making sure that you connect with her on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitter, and make sure that you get all the updates for that. Also, connect with us on Facebook so that we can make sure that you get that information and you can tune in. Um, in the place that we're gonna be in the place to be on April 2nd. So, you guys make sure you do that. Look out for new music, uh, by gospel recording artist multi Award winning gospel recording artist Ree, who is, um, Working on some new music. She's in the studio. Make sure you connect with her. If you have not, um, let me tell you something. You, you're you going to be blown away. If you weren't blown away by the first project, you're going to be blown away by this project. Um, <laughs> I know we had a lot of uh, support for that first project. And um, this it just gets better and better and better. And so um, make sure that you join us, uh, <clears throat> follow us, and make sure that you... Uh, Check out, read, and see what she has coming up. I promise you. I promise you, you will be blessed. All right, we got much more, much more. So please stay tuned and and make sure you stay locked in here. We're uh, again going to be bringing on national recording Christian hip hop artist David Benton in just a few minutes here. Until then, let's hear a little bit from David. This is peace up. We'll be right back. Stop the violence moving,
1: baby. Yeah. Come I on. For real. It's just too much unnecessary chilling out there, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a shame, you know? I mean? This ain't no McLean, I see you, baby. Ricky Craig Brooks, soldier. Stand up, it's outreach ministry. Don't do it. Straight out of prison. Don't do it. <laughs> Twilight zone, tales from the dark side, eyes closed trying to see from the far side. Live by the sword, then you die by the sword. So many you young men, they don't lie anymore. Parents giving up, not trying anymore. So many spirits that they can't cry anymore. So many more hot heads wanna show off. Bullets hot with no
3: sauce, blood lost, niggas goes off. Community separated, devastated
1: education Ain't even elevating the youth Who's hatin' the truth? You ain't in the mood You breaking the rules on the east side West, north, south side, so a peace sign Heaven no nerve where nobody on the street died He's crime, so I pray to And I don't trust the dead what I'm I'm in the inner city It's a pity, dying in the streets Everybody back in the heat, so peace up, No thugs, no no more. Ain't showing no love. I think the seen head turned in the south guy. It can't see straight like they out cross side. Don't wanna live by the gun, mother, all die. Cause me get side now, time to all right. ride. Fake cuz he's you this as a proud guy. Cause he a wanna be. One day he gonna see his own funeral.
0: David Benton, our guest for this evening, he has joined us and we're going to bring him on in just a second. This guy, li- listen, did you hear the end of that song? He he, he, he gave some words of uh, wisdom right there. Because a lot of people, uh, when we talk about testimonies and, and different things like that, we don't understand the impact that what our experiences were can, uh, can really empower and impact and change the lives of those who look like they are headed in that same direction. And that's one of the greatest things, one of the things I love about David is that he's not afraid to tell the truth. He's not afraid to really show his business, tell what he's been through, and hopefully that impacts the the lives of the people that listen to him. One of the things that I say all the time on this show, Late Night with Dr. Chanel Stewart, is that nobody can tell your story like you can. All right? Nobody can minister... Um, your truth, the way that you can. So we're bringing on uh, Christian hip hop artist uh, David Benton and to address the impact of prison ministry. All right, so we're gonna bring him on here. his testimony. David, are you on with us,
3: sir? Yes, I am. <laughs>
0: It's great to have you again. I know we've had you on a couple of times, but this time it's just all about you. So we really wanna give you this opportunity to come on. So without further ado, just introduce yourself to the listening audience, those who may know you, those who may just be getting introduced to you. Who's David Benton?
3: All right. My name is David Benton. Um I'm the youngest of six. Um a mama's boy, for real. Uh I love my mom and but you know my dad I always been in my life as well you know uh, never seen my mom and my dad you know like they was already not together by the time I can actually remember my life so you know my dad was in Georgia uh, my mom was there with me you know and um, you know I grew up in the inner cities just like, just like a lot of kids who who been through what I what I've been through. You know, I was a good kid growing up, though, uh um, made good grades. I always was different, though, from everybody. Like, I always thought thought being macho was making good grades. Like, I used to be like, so you're telling me you like him better because he, he lacked intelligence, you know? So I was that kid, you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, I yeah. "Oh yeah, he, he thinks he got a lot of sense. But I never... Felt so, you know, I, I never try to really roll with the trends. Uh, and I wasn't rebellious on purpose. I just had my own uh, way I looked at life. And um, yeah I grew up in the inner city, uh, I was very athletic. I, I uh, went to college playing basketball. Uh, I had a 3.2 GPA in college. But, like I said, I'm a product of my inner city. Uh, I was selling marijuana the whole time in college. And when I mm. came home, you know, I, I always sell, you know, crack. Weed or pills or whatever, whatever, I would sell it. And I started incorporating my own businesses. Um, It's where I started, you know, trying to clean up the money. But at the same time, you know, it's a lot of gangs uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, where I'm from. uh, It is a lot of gangs. And uh, I became a Vice Lord. But the way I became a Vice Lord, it was weird because it was like, Man, I never joined a gang. It was like, man, it's not a gang. It's an organization, and we do this for the community and that for the community. Yeah. So I fell into that. But then when I seen what was really going on, you know, like I said, I, I always felt that intelligence is cool. You know, that's just my opinion. So when I really seen what was going on, you know, I was like, I, I ain't feeling this. But I knew the laws and the rules of it. But, you know, um they're all evil. There there are evil spirits that there's evil around. So I did start partaking in everything that they had. You know, um yeah. it started getting a hold of it. And the image and the money, everything grew. Um I made more money than I ever seen in my life. So yeah. I, I kept it going. But at the same time I did have my own businesses um back then. You know, uh, mm. so Eventually, um, I got incarcerated uh, for a uh, conspiracy. <laughs> um, they got me for 1.5 keys, you know. Mm. They tried to charge me more than that, but that's what they brought it down to. I had to take a plea because I had, I was, you know, when, I, when my lawyer, you know, told me I had, um 36 people willing to testify on He was just like, well, I I need to take a plea then, okay? (laughs) He was just like, look, we can fight. (laughs) He didn't encourage me. Let me clean this up. He did not encourage me to take a plea. Mm. But he did say he will fight for me, you know, if if I don't want to take a plea. So I took the plea on my own, you know, so I will say (laughs) that. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, um, I ended up getting a 15 year sentence. It's my first time ever going to prison. It was federal. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they did a. It was a number, but you know what? I remember. Here um, I with a 15 year sentence. I was young, young man. I come in and I, I did 13 years, two months on that 15. You um, know, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not being long with it, but. <laughs> oh no! Go ahead, yeah.
0: because this helps us um, go into. The ministry aspect of it, so okay. And um
3: I remember what what really helped me in my sentence. When I first got my sentence, I was young. You know, they telling you you're not coming home to two thousand fifteen and it it's two thousand two. You wow. can't see that phone when you that young. Yeah. It was like, wow. so um I had my celly, my first Sally I would not say his name, but uh, he, he had life in 30. And I didn't know at the time. And I was complaining about 15 years man. Yeah. He told me, man, just prepare for home. He said, man, yeah. prepare for home. You, you, you. He said, when you get out, you don't realize you're still going to be young. He said, go in there and educate yourself. And he said, right now, prepare for home. That's what you need to do. And he he let me know he had life in thirty. He was like, "I'm never coming home." His 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 paperwork. Mine said 2015. My update on my paperwork. He showed me his paperwork. He said deceased on it because wow. Once they say life in the feds, that it literally means life. There's no parole system in the feds. People gotta understand that there is no parole. You do eighty. Five percent of your time, really eighty-seven percent. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I did. I educated myself. Um, the Bible says study shows ourself approval on the God. So I didn't study just the Bible. um I wanted to study. I really wanted God that much. I didn't know which yeah. God. I just knew I wanted something that was great. And my mama is is an evangelist. But even though mm-hmm. I grew up in the church, uh, I was rampant in the church, I still was like some of the things I just disagreed with in life in general, and especially yeah. with the church.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, you know, that's and you know, I did give my life to Christ, and, and uh, I rededicated my life in prison. And when mm-hmm. I came out, um, I just never forget the people who loved me through it, uh, the people who were who there who taught me. Elevated me, kept me encouraged, and mm-hmm. they are some great brothers. This in that prison, who who yeah. the most loving people I ever met in my life. So I wow. would never leave that type of. I would never leave them behind. So I don't want people yeah. to go that way. So I'm gonna speak on it. Oh yeah.
0: So I I see the experience that you had, um, and. We always have, you know, quote-unquote testimony service. And and your experience um, in prison gave you the opportunity to come out and share not only Christ to the world, but um, bring back something for the those that are in prison that aren't expected to get out. So I, I, I can hear your heart for the men that are locked up because that's um, what impacted you. And in the ministry that you're in now, can you give us a little bit, um, about that first experience that you've had when, when someone in prison, um, educated you or encouraged you to seek God?
3: Honestly, um, honestly, I got to give my mom the credit. Don't get, don't, don't let me, um, Get, don't, don't let me get it wrong. Yeah, yeah I want to give my mom the credit because the Bible do say, you know, train the child up in the ways of the Lord. When he got older, he won't depart from it. So when I got into a situation, <laughs> I did what a lot of us did. I mean, honestly, I turned to God. Lord, help me. Lord, save me. Lord, help me. And I still got a lot of time. And even though I got a lot of time, I still had to really – um put myself around grounded people already and Mm -hmm. that's I had to make that choice for myself to actually say okay I need to be around more powerful people Uh, I need to be around who's more educated in this word because I do want to get to know God better and Mm -hmm. so I was around guys who uh, was highly elevated in scripture and they were whole bible studies um, man, people, I, people don't understand. They see me out here doing what I do, and some people feel that, well, man, I mean, you don't listen. But people don't understand that I was taught well. I've been a cadet for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was a student mm-hmm. for a long time. And when you're a student for that many years, it's time to be set free mm-hmm. because I am a leader. We're all leaders. The Bible says we're kings and priests. So
0: I yes. behave like it. That's all. Mm-hmm. You got to. You got to. Now, that you, you talk about your mom a lot, and I know you, you're your mama's boy. Um, but it sounds mm. like just a strong woman to be able to raise a man, especially apart from, you know, being in a relationship with your father um, and having that, um, because we know the impact of not having a, a, a father in the home. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, the stereotype or or what have you would say that you're destined to be on the street. You're destined to go in this way. But um, I see that a little different in your case because your mom was so strong. So not only that, you know, you did have your experiences in the street, you did have your experiences in prison, but like you said, that was ingrained into you um, when you were a child, who you are. And so that came back to you even in the mm-hmm. worst, um, or could be the worst situation that you had to experience in your life.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, So definitely.
0: So how does, how does right now you, you own uh, Beyond the Fence Entertainment. How did that come about? Was that a result of, um, the prison culture, or was this something that you felt like you can kind of merge your experiences in prison with um, your experience outside of the prison? Tell us a little bit about how that started.
3: Well, um, beyond the fence came um by mm-hmm. because yes, literally, I literally was behind the fence. Uh, yeah, I was behind the fence for. Uh, like I said, 13 years and, and two months, <laughs> to be exact. And um, now I'm beyond it. But at the same time, I want people to understand that this is not a record label only. It, it's literally a ministry because people are – I want to free people from the mental prison because people yeah. are mentally in prison. And then you have some who uh, – some people uh, – David's prison, and the Bible was Goliath. You know, the children mm-hmm. of Israel's uh, – Prison with Egypt. Yeah. Um. Some people have drug addiction. Some people's offense uh, is is homosexuality. Some some people's yeah. uh, addiction is, is is actually just to be rude. <laughs> you know, just some people. Yeah. But everybody got a fence that they're trying to go beyond. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I came out with Beyond the Fence, it was like, man, that's that's how much it means, and. It was something that me and some brothers talked about while I was in prison. Mm. But we didn't have the title. But we did have the vision. So I'm carrying out the vision uh, to a lot of brothers, you know, from a lot of brothers. It, it came from a lot of brothers' minds. Um, I'm, I'm showing love. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's really beyond the sense. When I came home out of prison, um, like like, peace up. People be like, man, your verses sound old. I'm like, yeah, because I I wrote them old. You got to understand, like, I was younger and I wrote some of them back then. So I was determined to still get what I wanted to say out. So, Uh like, uh, peace up. I wrote it in prison. But the third verse, that was brand new. Mm. But all that stuff I wrote in prison, I was determined to bring it out because that was the stage. I was in. That was my mindset at the time. That was coming from a, a younger David Benton, who really yeah. loved God, and really want you guys to love God. So, I mean, that's that's so you, you know, you
0: got to, you got to, <laughs> uh, Too. Um. Now with the video, which uh, I love, by the way. Is that like a dated (laughs) version or a more mature version? What what would you say that's about?
3: That's definitely the more mature version. Um, What I wanted to do with with Peace Up 2 is be more, Peace Up 1 was more for the inner city, the youth, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, Peace Up 2 was just really like for for. America, you know, I wanted everybody to understand, like, we, we, we all need some peace. And, I, you know, especially by me, you know, being on this platform, you know, when I go to church, I expect the church to come outside of the building yeah. as well. And I'm not saying you're going to always have it right, but I'm saying they got to help our kids do better, though. I mean, they you don't. They don't finance right. They don't know how to build their own business. They don't know how to, you know, uh, monopolize their money. They don't know how to save. They don't know nothing about bank accounts, finance. Why? Because we don't know. It's parents.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying? But we're giving them Jesus, but we ain't giving them what they also need. You know, we just saying, okay, Jesus Jesus loves you. Go to church. Yeah. And it's it. So, when I came out with peace up too, I wanted to be for everybody. It wasn't even based on religion; it was just based on really have some have a peace of mind, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's it that's important um, and you made a good point when you when you say we we preach Jesus all day long you you instill that you do you put the word inside of the kids and and when they grow up, it don't depart from them that they go back to that. You live like that in front of them as a, a representative of the kingdom of God. Um, but we also have to be educated with the things that um, that will help them to uh, maintain, you know, what they need to while they're living yes. on this earth. And that's when you're dealing with bills, um, finances, and stuff. If I can't save. This is a good point. If I can't save money, if I'm living check to check, then I'm teaching my child to do the same thing. And and what has to be understood is that these little are these elements uh, to our life that they really impact um, our communities, not just our household. Um, but if our kids are not educated, then they can't educate their peers, and they can't educate someone else when they get adults. You know, and then we leave Absolutely. so many kids out there without that type of education because, like you said, there's a lot of adults without that education. So what then happens is that now they get into whatever they can get into so they can make some money, whether they're legal or not. it, it, it they It helps them maintain their livelihood. And, yeah. you know, that's why a lot of people don't see it as a bad thing. You know, if I'm out there selling drugs and, you know, it's it's providing for my family, I got to provide for my family, stands out to them. So they're willing to take that risk, you know. So there's a lot of people um, in prison and, and, and things like that right now that had they had that education and had they been steered in the right direction as far as that goes, then they wouldn't even be in prison.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And people have to understand this. Like <clears throat> like when it comes to like for real, I'm rebranding myself <laughs> for real because the things that I, I really wanna I, I've been restricted to say I couldn't say. So I just really wanna be honest, like like the school system, you know, they're not training our children to be real entrepreneurs. They're not, they're not they're not really training our women to be women. They're not really training them, and I, when I say women, I'm talking, yes, be strong, understand you strong, but understand you know that you don't have to be a man all the time and and, and the guys are being a little bit softer now they, they they're not teaching us they're not teaching you how to file your own taxes, they're not teaching you about banking, they're not teaching you about money management, and then when you get out of school, you go pay for another school. Yeah. And then when you pay for that school, you get out. You really still don't know nothing about managing your money. So how are you going to manage your household? And You don't even know how to manage your money. You don't know nothing about finances. You put your trust in the system. Yeah. And there's a lot of illegal things that goes. But we trust it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Don't be so over-religious when you lose your common sense. God gave us wisdom.
1: You can have knowledge
3: and no wisdom, but you cannot have wisdom with no knowledge. That's making proper decisions. Wake up and use your common sense. We can use common sense. Okay, Jesus is the man, but use your common sense at the same time. That's all I want people to do. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like really okay. God loves you. not going to love you no less. If you use your common sense. Because well, i see I'll, your, say, um, I'm sorry. I'll say it
0: like no, you're fine. I'll say it like this too. If um God didn't want us to use the resources that we have available, the knowledge, the education and all those types <laughs> of things, he would have made it available to us. You know, so that that's the biggest thing, you know, it, it regardless, whatever your relationship is. You you got a relationship with Christ, and that you He provided resources yes. in addition so that you can achieve the things, the vision mm-hmm. and the goals and stuff that he put inside of you. If He told you to start a business, you know um, He put that vision inside of you. You want to start a business, but guess what? You're gonna need resources. You know, resources. you know, God God What's is not mean? a musician, musician music, you know what I mean. <laughs> Magic, yes, not, do. not doing it, that. It's true, though. You know, yeah, he's putting you in position to, to to do what you got to do, and he's providing the resources, but it takes space for you to go further, you know? So we're, we we're going to take a quick uh, break. I want to hear I ain't worried about it. This is by David <laughs> Denton, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this and hear a little bit more from David Benton when we come back after this.
1: Love Brothers.
0: Okay.
1: The sure, yeah. David Benton. Beyond a fence in a yeah. building. This is what y'all want. Yeah, you gon' get it. Time! It don't, it, don't it, don't it, don't it don't bother me. 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 It do It don't bother me. It do It don't bother me. I ain't worried about it. 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 Thirteen years in the bed and people let me for dead. Hit the waste, piling red, i I'm a therapist. You slept on me, the government stepped on me My homies just left on me Nobody but mama, daddy, stressed, kids too You would know what I've been through If you did a bit too You so think that you know me, cool, you went to the same school So of you change and me, came a dang fool I ain't cool, but still I don't blame you I'm not the same dude, I'm winning and can't lose Never been gangster or dub, but I did pop a slug When I was selling drugs yeah, yeah, yeah in the slur. on the inside side of Knoxville, homies they got killed just because I'm not a killer don't mean that I'm not real God told me my purpose I was nervous to get I got you, survivor, striving. This why I'm not bothering it don't bother me take no. It don't bother me, take it me, money, no. It don't bother me, run no. It don't bother me, run no. It don't bother me, take no. It don't bother me, take it no. It don't bother me, run no. It don't bother me, front no. I ain't worried about it. 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 I got haters, haters. I got haters on haters. I got haters for haters. I, haters for haters. I trade haters for haters. haters, haters. They hated the haters. haters. You ain't getting no favors. No yeah, later say haters yeah, to haters. Yes, I'm I a full take Yes, you will come see us. Her. Y'all haters keep talking and talking and talking more talking. Ain't gonna do nothing. You just keep on walking and walking, more talking. Ain't that for no sparking game roll with the chosen, so you should go pocket. oh you really ain't about it, you just like the music oh. Get up out of the way, let the jewel go and do it oh. This ain't a dream, I was put on the scene to the steam with a mic in my hand oh. You think you can judge me, this clay, this vessel got soldier, this man oh. I stand on the rock and it's heavy, and it is right that I stand oh. I'm telling you fam, ain't choosing to do this, it's all I got plan. Oh. 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 No, I don't care what we talking about Low-key cap what it be about I hear the devil coming out your mind like no, no. No, we don't play because we're from the side. Too blessed to be strapped, we don't even care what you're talking about. Hey, no, it don't bother me, faking no. It don't bother me, fun no. It don't bother me, faking no. It don't bother me, faking no. It don't bother me, fun no. I ain't worried about it. I, I, I ain't worried about, 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 about it. I ain't worried it. I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it.
0: That was, I Ain't Worried About It by our, on this evening, David Benton, you are tuned into Late Night with Dr. Chanel Stewart. And if you're just joining us, we're on here talking about the impact of prison ministry and a little bit more, because uh, I guess it's talking about, you know, his testimony, which I think makes a greater impact and empowers a lot more people when we can kind of tell from our experiences. Um, it's amazing what uh, he's come from and where he's at now, what he's doing to impact the community. Um, so if you're just joining us, we are on with Christian hip hop artist, David Benton. Let's get back into this. All right, David, we talked about, we just heard, uh, I ain't worried about it. First of all, mm-hmm. the title, <laughs> the title is like, whatever, man, you know, <laughs> tell us where that came from. and, how how much fun
3: you got doing that track because it sounds so fun. <laughs> we had a ball, like like for real, like a lot of like a lot of the songs we come up with, just be regular stuff we doing, like like honestly, uh, that's that's me featuring the jewel. Um, he's also an artist on Beyonce. Shout out to the
0: jewel. Um, All right. Jewel. But yeah,
3: we might we might just be together. And, and, People be, we just talking like, man, I ain't worry about it. I I ain't worried about it. So a beat to come on and we might just start vibing to it and it's like, man, I ain't worried about it. And i am like, man, I'm 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 gonna write something to that. So I'll write it and um send it to the jewel and he did his thing with it, but just I ain't worried about all the the drama. Uh, I ain't worried about how to how they say I supposed to be, and it's like, come on, man! Like I'm out here loving people, you know, like just come on, man! Like don't be that difficult. I yeah. But I
1: ain't worried about it though, you know. Amen. So. I I love
3: know. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: real, it's real talk. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, um, is that available? Yes, is that it is
3: available.
0: Yes. So, um, okay, I'll get the chance at the end of the show to kind of um, hear in a few minutes to kind of let everybody know where to get that um,
3: from. Yes, yes, but
0: All right. So um, we, we're talking about the impact of uh, the prison ministry. You talked a little bit about,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the impact it made on you and, you know, why you do what you do now. Tell us a little bit about some of your experiences going back into the prison uh, to minister and to uh, talk with the, some of the same guys that you may have been incarcerated with.
3: Well, uh, when the feds, they, they just shipped you out. I, I wasn't even in Tennessee. Uh, I, I was everywhere. I was uh, Oklahoma, Memphis, North Carolina, Texas. They they had me going. So, um but right now, I talk to like a uh, majority. It be like inner city youth. Um, mm-hmm. I have been to to some juveniles, um, some juvenile homes, um, because I still got to get the a, a, the way my case is. Um, I still got to get a lot of things clear <laughs> because yeah. my case was like a historic case down here in the city. So, um, it's a lot that I still got to deal with. So uh, I am restricted from going like directly into a prison, prison. But I do talk to the youth, and that's who I want to talk to because you know you you want to get the thing about a child. That's why it's important to raise a child up the proper way because we get their we get a child's brain when it's vulnerable. Uh huh. That's when they're at their vulnerable state. So when you're at your most yeah. vulnerable state you only going to learn everything from the first day of your creation. Everything is being taught to you. Even religion mm-hmm. is being taught to you. Religion is cultural. If I was in Afghanistan, yeah. I'd probably be Muslim. But yeah. that's just me being honest, you know? So it's just that we, I talk to the youth, and I, I want to make an impact on them and and, yeah. and not just tell them what they're doing wrong but just focus on what they're doing right and understand that yeah. they, they're that they're even better than that. But the Bible says we're more than conquerors. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I really I really want people to understand that they really are more that they really are more than conquerors. Like and they are in prison right now in their mind. And I want people to have a paradigm shift. Like, yeah. I I g I don't want to give them... Jesus and leave mm-hmm. This is And this is why I say I, I ain't worried about it Because people have to understand this We have so many people giving them Jesus know they don't They don't need me to always You know, that's my foundation So what's understood yeah. always got to be Explained, I'm a CHH yeah. artist If I got to keep repeating that Like yo, I'm a CHH, come on now At some point in time, I got to use our common sense I'm yeah. telling them The values of life Everything is a season. Yeah. Shea Song says that. Everything is a season. I'm not doing anything wrong. If that's what I'm doing, if that's my platform, I will send them to uh, a lot of pastors. Pastor Nicola Scott, who who has Hope City Church, who's an artist, who also, the church girl, is an artist on Beyond the Fence. So yeah. she's a pastor. She can do that. But I'm getting yeah. them to that point to where I want them to understand what they really have to do with their life they have mm-hmm. the church. And I'm not saying I'm not the church. Yeah. But I'm giving them a standpoint where they can understand. Paul said, I become one of those to gain a soul. So before I can yeah. gain the soul, I got to speak the language of the people so they can actually understand how great they really are. If we keep telling yeah. them that they are uh, we filthy rags and uh, I'm supposed to be dead, if we keep saying that, I don't supposed to have been dead a long time ago. I'm supposed to be alive. Because God said he's the God of the living, not the God of the dead. So if I'm here, yeah. I'm supposed to be here. I ain't speaking no curses yeah. over, over my life. So mm-hmm. I want them to know how valuable they really are. If we say yeah. we kingdom builders, then in a kingdom, kingdom ain't a democracy. A kingdom is ran by the king. The king is supposed yeah. to be Jesus, right? Yeah. And everybody in the kingdom is wealthy. Everybody got the same mindset, got the same goals. Cause they yeah. gonna protect the kingdom. So if we kingdom, we in the kingdom, we need to act like we're royalty. Hold our heads up. Yeah. Stop saying we're rags and we're nothing. Yeah. You yeah. gotta walk in your greatness. Mm-hmm. We can't be sitting up there top We got a mansion in heaven, but we sitting up here with a poor mindset. Yeah. So that's what I want yeah. to do. I want to, like I said, I want to take them out of the prison. The first prison is your mind. You have to have a paradigm yeah. shift of that life. Mm-hmm. You gotta change your mindset. That's, I cannot that's give them Jesus like
0: that cannot Amazing. Um, the, the impact uh, that we have, uh, we are clo- being close-minded, um, being close-minded, the mind is the devil's playground. Uh, if it's idle, he got room to Absolutely. dump anything you want in there. You know, if it's being filled with the, the words of God, who God says you are, you know, it's being impacted by those that you're around. Uh, if I have a David Benton in my life, I know that I'm getting encouraged as uh, who I am. If I'm reading the word of God, I know I'm getting encouraged and, and confirmation of who I am. It changes the mindset, but you got to put yourself in position, you know, and around the right people to be able to do that as well, because that's a big, big issue when we're dealing with culture and community um, that we don't have enough leaders such as yourself um, that can go out there and really um, make a difference in these lives because they, they think they always have to um have money to go out and do something. But it's something right. as simple as time or writing somebody or that creates change in the mindset. So what what would you say to um uh, those who excuse me need to be out there and, and sharing that testimony and that can really impact the lives of youth in those areas to cut down um the rate um, of youth and young adults going to prison.
3: Well, it's it, it's a process, and it does start in our homes. See, you know, people got this is what I want everybody to understand. My mindset is different because I come from a situation that I don't want people to go back to. Now, you have to understand when I talk to people about trying to better themselves. Everybody's not grew up Christian. You have some little little Muslims, some, some little mm-hmm. atheists. you got some little dudes who, oh, so, uh Buddhism. I don't question them on that. That's not what I'm trying to give them when I'm trying to tell them or when I'm trying to impact their their life on their life. Now, I definitely will will hint around, but they know what I stand for. And I do tell them what I stand for, respectfully. Mm-hmm. I was in prison, and when you're in prison, there's a respect level that you have to have. You have to have it. But you want that respect. You want to give that respect, man. These people deserve that respect. If that's who you choose, my brother. You deserve that, brother. Do what you got to do. Well, mm-hmm. is, well, well, that's who helped me, man. That's who helped me. and And, and that's what it's about for me. Because yeah. while we're sitting up here beefing about who God is the best, where is God getting credited, though? Where is God getting the yeah. So your life still can be in shambles even if you come out victorious on your God. You, your life still can be in shambles, though. So you just want to argue it, but you haven't developed your mindset with your life. So I want to give them right. life lessons and tools.
0: I'm going I'm, to I'm pause you right there because we're going to have to wrap up, but I'm, I want you to, I want everybody to go follow David because these words of wisdom and, and the impact that he's making, um, you want to be a supporter of that. You want to follow him and find out what he's doing so that we can really, really be involved. But David, I want to give you the opportunity to share where we can
3: follow you at and where we can get your music really quickly. Um, you can get the music, uh, Spotify, iTunes. I have plenty of videos on YouTube, um, David Business. Uh come up, follow me on Facebook or um Instagram, Twitter, um and all social outlets. Anything you can find, like Shay always say, any anywhere you can find a major artist on you can find us independent. Just yeah
0: right. <laughs> All right. Well, David, we thank you for being a part of this show. Thank you for coming on again. You're a longtime friend of thank the Popular Palace family and the Youth First family. So we appreciate your time um, coming out to hang with us and just talk with us a little bit about uh, the impact of prison ministry. So we thank you for that. And God yes. bless you, brother.
2: Thank um, you. If
0: you were and if, if you want to hear us, hear us um, on uh, all social media outlets make sure that you follow us and get more information about the shows and how you can be a part of that thank you for tuning in you guys have a blessed week
1: showcase production i'm frustrated i can't take it he may wanna go boom i'm tired of seeking, i'm sick and tired he may wanna go boom i clap my hands, stop my feet he may wanna go boom he may wanna go, oh, he may wanna go boom. i'm frustrated i can't take it he may wanna go boom i'm tired of sick and i'm sick and tired he may wanna go boom